Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Again, busy show today. Yes. We were just talking about it during our pre-show post. We've got Mel from Dark Side of the Grill coming down. He's not happy with me. Took him like three days to get home from Florida. <laughs> Sleeping on a floor in an airport. And then I've he text, slept in that airport. It's not, not fun. Good. Yeah. And he texts me last night. He goes... You want me to come down live? I'm like, yeah, live. He means he, he's like live over the phone, and I'm like, no, live. I want to see your fat ass in the control room. <laughs> anyway, um, we've got more details about the promo that we're doing with Mel with the restaurant meet on White Avenue a little bit later on the show. Yeah, but a chance to join us and hang out with the locker room and Mel from Dark Side of the Grill and have his wings for a very good cost. So uh, that's coming up. Also, I got a really strange message yesterday. A message from the grave. Huh. I, I haven't said anything to you about this. I, I want your reaction when we do this on the air. Okay? This is going to kind of... Well, it's not going to freak you out, but it's, it's interesting. Okay. Now also, I'm intrigued. On Sunday at JT's, after the Lawn Darts Tournament, even if you're not involved in the Lawn Darts Tournament, you can come hang out with us and celebrate our seventh anniversary as a show. All right? Yes. It's always a fun fun night, us hanging out there. And if you come down, you'll have a chance to win maiden tickets. Cruise News. Canada detects sus- suspected a China-backed information operation uh, dealing with a conservative MP. So this deals with MP Michael Chong. And what it is is the fact that they have found out that he was basically being hacked by the Chinese, spreading false information about his about identity, him. about his policies, where he's from, things about his family. And so they found this to be Through happening. Chat, right? Do you know what WeChat is? Uh, not exactly, but yeah, it was dealing with WeChat. And I think WeChat is kind of like WhatsApp in China. I think somebody might be able to correct me on that, but I—that's I, the sense that I get from what yeah, I was it's, reading. Yeah, uh, it looks like WhatsApp. Can I say this out loud? Okay. Should we not just expect foreign interference in the rest of our elections for the rest of time and just sort of settle into the idea that if you're in politics, there's probably going to be a certain amount of misinformation about you? I think we just have to assume that now. I mean, some of it's a little bit more malicious than others, but I think it's it's become more and more prevalent and yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. Of the future, this is just this is our lives now, and I understand 
that we can't just ignore it and that we have to do what we can to try to to combat the situation. But I think, I don't know, if I was running in politics, I think I would just expect it at this point. If you reach a certain level, you're probably going to be targeted. It's, yeah, I, I I agree with you there that, it, you know, it's to be expected, but it's kind of good that they're keeping an eye on it and letting yeah, it know I, when it's happening I agree. and they're not turning a blind eye to it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Russia and China are they're trying to, you know, they're trying to dismantle democracy and and this is how they they do it. It's, you know, online warfare. Social media and the internet and yeah, yeah. it's our lives. It's anyway. It's like we reached a certain point with the kids, with phones and yeah. and social media. We held off, we held off, we held off. We weren't giving them phones, and then finally it was like, okay, everybody has yeah. the, the planets on this. So now I think instead of trying to keep them off of it, now let's get them on it and then try to learn about it and learn how to protect them so that they can protect themselves yeah. moving forward. That's where we're at with interference in our elections. His five-year-olds have cell phones now. I, I know. It's it's insane. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So James P. White, our little buddy here, on the show is... He's a little person, and I think this your smell thing might be tied to that a bit. I don't think so. Like, uh, no, no. I I know a lot of smelly people, and very few of them are midgets. I've uh, I it is a family. You- it, it is a family thing. Like I know so my it's a dad, white clan thing. My dad had really bit, uh, smelly feet. So we've had multiple conversations over the years on trying like, different things for my countless. bo, for my feet, for a number of. I things. thought maybe because you're small and you're like you've got all of the 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 same size organs and all of the same amount of like inside no, I was goo I was I was in this, a smaller package no I was the smelliest midget I worked with oh really okay yeah. all right so, so this is a unique thing to you I run hot like my metabolism like my I'm always warm like yeah because so you're always sweating yes and and he doesn't need to do a lot of exercise to get to a to a boiling point. No, right? And I've when I do, when I you. do when I do exercise I yeah, I'm really. soaked. So is it a diet thing? I I've because tried I've tried changing things that I've eaten. I've tried cutting out things. I've tried different products. I've tried a number of different uh, deodorants. I've tried putting, you know, people have said puts like for my shoes, uh, baking soda or, that, ba- or yeah. baking powder. That I've done work. baby powder. I've done. He's he's been very diligent with respect to um, to this this issue. I actually I actually it but it bugs me especially if I'm like yesterday I'm sitting here going, how is Locke not smelling this? 
This is me. I did not smell your feet yesterday. I swear to God. I think your nose is broken. But I would have. I would have said something too. So because I'm. I'm like. Jimmy will blow out a pair of shoes in about six months, and he'll have to go buy a new uh, pair. No, I'm down to three. Really? Okay. But also with the more walking and stuff like that, I've been wearing them out. But yeah, they, they last me no more than three months now. So anyway, the odd suggestion will come in about, you know, do this. Um, I do think that you could do a better job in the bathing department. We'll throw that out there. That's not I shave. Every, no, I shave. I shower every day. Yeah. Okay. Even well, when I'm off. This came in yesterday, and I don't know if you saw it, but we um, we had somebody text in, and we get a ton of texts, so you might have missed it. Because I, I, I said, did you see this? I think it was from Orion. And he said, apparently, cilantro is helpful if you have body odor issues. Like eating it? Yeah, throwing it into I, your diet. And you like cilantro. I do. I put it in a lot of recipes. I Like, I don't eat it straight. Maybe, maybe throwing that into, you know, a couple of meals a week. You know, I could, I could try because, you know, I'm trying to get into the smoothie thing. Um, throw Get Ugh. some cilantro in some of those smoothies. All right. Like All right. vegetable smoothies. and. All right. Well, give that a go and see how that... Keep us posted. Okay. <laughs> and yes, Scuba, every day I shower. He Scuba, he showers. Not only that, the other thing about Jimmy is he wanders around with a backpack full of supplies. He's got pit stick and... I've got axe. I've got cologne. He's got a change, I've got a of, change of underwear. <laughs> I've got a bag, a burning bag for it. You know... <laughs> Like I've I've actually thrown out underwear to, uh, yeah. so I okay. don't have to carry right. it home. Right. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I watched the latest trailer for, well, I think it's the first trailer for the Continental, which is the hotel from John Wick. We've yeah. talked about the fact that they've been working on this, so this is sort of a offshoot. It's a the backstory of Winston. Um, the guy that ran the Continental in the movies. Mm-hmm. It looks cool. You know what I am a little worried about? Mel Gibson's in it, but okay. he's the only one that I even remotely recognized. Yeah. Uh, Did that I not concern you? I don't know. No, I don't think so. Like I, I was really intrigued by it. Like it looks, looks good. It looks like John Wick, but without Keanu Reeves. Yeah, but there's nobody in there other than Mel Gibson that I that I recognized at all. That's so. not necessarily a bad thing because there's a lot of shows that have unknown, unknown a- actors or actresses that that kick, yeah. okay. kickstart their careers, right? So this is not. A movie. This it's a three-part miniseries. Do we know what it's on? It's on like Peacock or something. Yeah. Like one of those. So we'll probably get it in Canada on Crave. Or you'll have to sign up for a month free. Amazon Prime. It, oh, is it? So, okay, nice. So it, it's it's three-part. So it's Peacock in the U.S. and in Canada, Amazon Prime. Okay, there you go. And, and that's it's coming September. September. Continental. If you're a big John Wick fan. I'll watch it. 
It just like I said, I watched it and I was like, who's that guy? And who's that? And I've never seen her before. And uh, yeah, anyway, there was a lot of that. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. I saw this CRA tax credit story and I read it quickly last night. Mm-hmm. It doesn't apply to us, at least not yet. But I thought it would be worth mentioning because I think there's a lot of people, especially over the last couple of years with with, you know, with the pandemic and COVID and whatnot, yeah. um, where, you know, you took a family member in and right. Yes. If you did, the CRA has clarified the rules. It's worth looking into, though, yeah. has clarified the rules revolving around home renovations and the tax credit you get from that if you had to bring somebody in. So if you're building a second suite for a, a family member. Yeah, maybe mom or dad or something moved yeah. into the basement or whatever, and you had to do some work to make that happen. Um, when, there the kids, was, when the kids move home and you're taking care of the grandkids. Uh, no, that does not qualify. No. It does not qualify. Oh, it doesn't? No. No, it has to be... Unless oh, they can't work, so it, it it's you have it has to, it's a caretaker tax credit. I think that's where the confusion is, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. I just read so that. So what, Jimmy? You know, just you just moving home with your mother doesn't count. No, right? Anyway, although maybe when you finally move in with me and I have to take care of you. That uh, might there, work. there is a loophole with me though, uh, with this because I just read it. Or if they're eighteen and they qualify for a disability tax credit. So if we do find out that I really am disabled and I can get a disability <laughs> cl- a tax credit, um, <laughs> then that works. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So if if something happened to your son or daughter and they couldn't work and you had to move them in back into the house, that would apply. But just just your sack of hammers kid that got fired and is moving back home because he doesn't have enough money or she doesn't have money, enough money for rent and you had to do some work to the basement, that does not count. No. Bringing in an elderly parent to take care of them, that, and it's up to 7500 bucks. Yeah. So it's something worth looking into if but that it ended up. does say multi-generational, and yes. we're not blood uh, relatives. Ah, we're related. You've been you've been trying some, to adopt me. On some level, you've been you trying to adopt me. We did we did you did that ancestry dot com and see somebody if we're, somebody in our family banged years ago and it it like I don't know where but you and I are related. I I feel it in my bones. <laughs> Not happy about it, but it's there. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. This isn't the first time that we brought up your odor issues, and then we spend the rest of the morning talking about your your smelly feet or body but odor or whatever. Some of the uh, suggestions that we just got, I've never even heard of before. Well, the cilantro, I, I swear to God, I've never heard of that. But no. apparently, that came in yesterday when you mentioned that your feet were smelling. Yeah. And somebody was suggesting that you should start to incorporate cilantro into your diet a bit more, and it might actually help out. We heard from paramedic Mike, who has sweaty feet issues and has dealt with foot odor problems. So he mentioned a couple of things, and I, I think both of these are good ideas. 
try two different pairs and so you alternate them every second day. Don't you already do that? Um, not every second day, but so, like, like for example, if I when I go home and I'm going out again, I won't wear the same shoes when I go. Like, yeah, I, like, I was gonna say because you always when you go to Walmart to buy a pair of shoes, you always buy. two. I always have a backup pair, but it's just like. After work, if I'm going home and then I'm going out to the bar after, I won't wear the same shoes I wore all day at work. So he kind of already does that, Matt. Um, The second thing, and this is actually probably really smart, and this is something I think you should start doing. So you should wash your socks and underwear completely separate from all your other laundry and then wash that in hot water and use bleach and lime and fire. Uh, he didn't see that part, but he he goes, and I said, well, I wear black underwear and socks, and he goes, well, if you just add a teaspoon, it kills the bacteria. Yeah. So then it's... You should also be doing your laundry a bit more than you do, I think. Because you're like one of those once a month guys, and then you, you spend three days doing yeah, laundry. Yeah, I'm, I'm the... <laughs> I'm the if I'm down to my last pair of socks and underwear, maybe it's time to do. Well, and you and you just sort of pile it in the corner, which is not good. No. Yeah. Anyway, um, there's a lot going on here, guys. Um, Gilligan, his wife has heat issues, and she takes a sage pill, like the herb. Yeah. Or oil, I guess it comes in. Yeah, and that would s- slows down your sweating. Is what yeah, you're saying? It, you, it cools you down, so you're not either. as you're not so you're not running as hot. Because I have a sweat problem, and because I run hot, so yeah, they're saying it cools you down, so you don't sweat as much. That I'd try. Yeah, something might work. Yeah. Anyway, a couple of good suggestions. Thank you. Cruise news. Man who threatened Biden was shot dead in an FBI raid in Utah. This was yesterday, right? This was yesterday. So Biden was supposed to be, uh, he landed in Utah yesterday. Uh, He was supposed to be there for a conference. And this guy posted on Facebook that, uh, oh, Biden's coming to town. I dig out the old ghillie suit and and the uh, sniper rifle. Let's go hunting. And so the FBI went to with a warrant to arrest the guy. Mm -hmm. And... Ended up didn't, in a confrontation and was well. shot dead. All right, like you, you, you threaten the president and say, "I have a sniper rifle, I'm coming." Yeah, and this and the, his threats are dealing with the fact. So he threatened both Biden and the Manhattan District Attorney who's going after Trump. So this is one of uh, Trump's crazy fans. Yeah. Well, I think just the, the, the complete dumpster fire of the political situation down there is is part of the the overall issue, right? Yeah. I mean um I mean it's obvious that yeah, you you're you're gonna hear the story and it's gonna be brought up that that, you know, he's angry at Biden because of, you know, what's happening to Trump. But yeah. that whole thing is it, it's just a mess. It's a mess here. And unfortunately, we've said this multiple times, I think, that um, I don't want to say it. I've said but, it. I've said it before. But the, the that thing that somebody's going to get hurt, somebody in politics is going to get hurt. And that it's one thing to dislike somebody. It's another thing. This this is just it's, it's ridiculous. But the thing is, though, is this really kind of shows 
how the FBI or police forces in general don't mess around. If you're threatening a political uh, political person this or a celebrity, it's, yeah, somebody dying as a result of a visit is is obviously the extreme scenario yeah. here. But this is happening in every town that Biden goes to. This is happening in daily down in the states where they're going and knocking on doors and saying, "We saw your post. What's going on here?" That's that's not that's not a unique situation. No, it's not a unique. What's unique is that the guy pulled out a gun and threatened. You know, that's that's what's unique, and then ended up dying yeah. as a result of it. But there's constant surveillance of people that are threatening politicians in the yeah. states. Yeah. So I'm guessing there's probably teams of people that go around and check into it's, it, situations, especially when the president is coming to your city. That's ridiculous. If, but if the president like was coming to Edmonton and someone here threat they'd be coming here going uh, yeah. no we have to take you in because and it happens in Canada as well yeah it's it, I mean obviously the United States it's a little bit more involved and the division is more severe um, but we're dealing with the same type of things in Canada as well yeah it's sad Grant Johnson and James White 95.7 Cruise FM this list of Cities around the world that consume the most cannabis came out yesterday. Three Canadian cities land in the top, I think it was 20. And you know what? Obviously, you're dealing with the overall size of the city as well. Yeah. Um, But it's an interesting list. So New York was number one. Sydney, Australia was number two. And they're, they're looking at how much was smoked and how much was spent. So there was two different sort of yeah. gauges. But it was number one was New York based on how much was smoked overall. Um, the Canadian cities don't there. surprise me. No, because, well, we, we like our ganja here in Canada. Uh, plus, it's legal, which I think adds to the possibility of yeah. the increased consumption. I thought Vancouver would have been higher than Toronto, though. Toronto was number seven overall. Vancouver was 16. Montreal beat Vancouver as well. Yeah, that is a little bit surprising. Because, you know what? The one that surprised me, Denver was like 19. I thought Denver would be higher as well. Because, yeah, well, just the connection with, you know, the first place to, to legalize it. But Sydney, Australia, it's illegal. Um, Rome was in the top five, number five, and it's illegal there. And also Tokyo. I did not know this, but Tokyo was number eight, and it's illegal in Japan, which I did not know. There you go. little uh, weed talk this morning. Yeah, it's... That's f- funny, though, that Canada is up in the top. Of that's ah, it makes sense. Like I said, we like legal. our pot. We like our pot here in Canada. 
In the locker room with Crew Sports. Baseball, Jays bounce back with a win. Another close one over the Guardians, one nothing. They lost one nothing yesterday. They'll wrap up this four-game series in Cleveland with an early game, 11 a.m. start, CFL, Elks, Bombers, Commonwealth tonight, 7 o'clock, NFL Week 1 preseason. We've got that tonight as well. Texans, Patriots, Vikings, Seahawks. We just got a visit from the Stollery Kids Foundation and Dairy Queen. Miracle Treat Day. Pop in, grab yourself a blizzard today, and it goes to a very good cause. 21st annual Dairy Queen Miracle Treat Day today. Having myself a little blizzard right now for breakfast. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So a couple of months back. Actually, maybe even longer. Doesn't matter. Somebody had mentioned to me that you can clean out your friends list on Facebook. And they explained how to do it. So okay, I went in and... I went through my list of friends through this cleanup thing. And basically what it does is you run this thing. I can't remember how I did it, but I did it. You run this thing that tells you how active these people that you follow are on Facebook and whether or not they're even on Facebook anymore. And then you can unfollow them. So I went through and I got rid of a bunch of people that had canceled accounts and weren't active on Facebook anymore, but were still following me. Okay. And when I did that, it opened up my friends requests again, and I started getting more friends requests because I'm at... I'm at the the limit of how many friends I can have on a on a personal page. I'm oh, around five thousand. Yeah. So I did that, and then I started getting more requests, and it's part of the reason why I did it. And um, one of the people that I got rid of was was Bill, who we just heard from. Yeah. Who we affectionately referred to as Porno Bill. Yeah. And the reason why I got rid of Porno Bill was because we had a complicated relationship. Porno Bill was a bit odd. And that was one of many conversations we had on the show with him about weird stuff that he would do on social media. Now, Porno Bill, we lost Porno Bill. Yeah. That- he passed away during um, uh, the oh, pandemic. Yeah. And I heard from his friend who he saw every day. He called us on the show one morning shortly after Bill passed away. Yeah. And to inform us. So last night, I get a friend request from Bill. And when I got it, I was like, that's weird. Because Bill's dead. So I said yes, just out of curiosity, right? And immediately I got the, hey, how are you? So I said, I'm good. And you? And he goes, well, I'm doing pretty good, dieting, just trying to stay busy. And I went, must be a lot easier to diet when you're dead. And I haven't heard back from... You've had multiple friend requests from dead people. I I had one from an uncle of mine who passed away during COVID. The Winnipeg uncle? Yeah. Um, and But that was weird because 
like I this Facebook account that I have is new because I got hacked and and yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah dude I got a friend request I didn't accept it I you know I deleted it or whatever yeah I was curious about because here's the thing Jimmy had his Facebook hacked through that messenger thing where he gets a friend sending him a note saying that he's been locked out of his account and he and he needs you to click on this link and da 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 of course Jimmy did all that because it's Jimmy and then he got his Instagram and his Facebook hacked and then that account started messaging everybody trying to get money from all his friends so that's a common one but Jimmy's alive and was stupid enough to follow through with this whole thing and get hacked. Yeah. Here's my question. How did they get Bill's account? Bill's dead. Like, I don't understand. I don't get it either. Like, that's that's weird. Because uh, I'm... Maybe I've somebody getting, has a better idea of how I've that been works. getting messages from like people that send friend requests and I accept their friend request and then get hey how's it going have you heard of this thing that they're doing about giving people dis- disability benefits and whatever yeah that's uh, the that's, that's the other that's new right one. away as yeah, soon as I get the, as soon as you get hey how's it going you block them yeah yeah even on Twitter if somebody even says hey how are you I block them immediately because my rules for following are simple. If you follow me, I'll follow you. I don't necessarily need to know you. I'm in radio. I'm a public figure. But if somebody's sending me a message and it's not like something about the show or, you know, a question about you or Grant or an event we're doing, I know it's 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 a scam. And so I block, I have hundreds of people blocked. I, and there's a ton of this stuff out, out there, a ton of these scams. But the dead guy thing, that's weird. Yeah, because I also had like a midget friend of mine who passed away a couple years ago. Got a friend request from him last month. Yeah. And I know for a fact that he's not with us anymore. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, if anybody has any idea of... How they're what, doing yeah, what, that? Yeah, how? You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Good morning, Cruise. Cruise, wait here. How's it going, bud? With regards to the uh, getting friend requests from the dead, yeah, is what's happening there is people are dying and their friends or family are leaving their Facebook pages up in memoriam. You, it's a setting on Facebook. You can leave it in memoriam, so you know the person's passed away. Yeah. Then these hackers are coming in and just assuming the name and identity, creating a new Facebook account and messaging people. That's why when Doe passed away, I deleted her Facebook account completely. That's probably the way to go, right? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Get rid of it. Yeah, Yeah. so you're not dealing with this. It's awful. Exactly. It is. It's brutal, especially if the wound is fresh. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So. That's good advice. I would not have known that. If somebody passes away, get rid of their accounts so that they're not hacked. By the way, I just sent that person that is saying their bill, porno bill. Uh huh. Just sent them an, uh, an additional message. By the way, I hope you have a horrible death. There you go. That's a little. Okay. I'm okay with it. Judge me if you want. I know what. I know when the uh, person that hacked my account was messaging you. I think you kind of said something similar. I, th- I think I told them that I hope they get syphilis and die. 
You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Something we need to deal with when Grant gets back is our celebrity death pool. Yeah, we did uh, round 20 a couple of months back, and we just had a winner, so we'll have to do round 21. We don't know who the winner is yet because we haven't been a full show since we had a, um, uh, well, since somebody passed away on one of our lists. So when Grant gets back on Tuesday, we'll deal with that. Yeah. And I um, I was reminded of the fact that we have to make picks and deal with the celebrity death pool. And um, because since of one of his celebrities did... No, Robbie Robertson passed away yesterday. Oh, yeah. So I went, we, both you and I went and took a look to see if anybody had ever picked him. Nobody had. No. So, um, yeah, somebody in this room is going to have to use one ply for an entire month. That was the last wager. We need to come up with a wager for the next one. If you have any ideas, text us, 780-989-0957. Yeah, it, and it can't be pleasant for anybody. No, it, we're betting on people dying. We've said this out yeah. loud before. It's a horrible thing to do, so our punishments need to be bad, right? The one-ply thing is definitely... Yeah, that's like... It, oh. Sandpaper. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, um, we'll, we'll deal with that on Tuesday. And because of the passing of Robbie Robertson, a little band this morning. Cruise News. Ladies and gentlemen. Russia shoots down two armed drones headed to, for Moscow. So the Russian air defenses ended up shooting down two uh, armed drones that were on its way to Moscow, so just on the outskirts of this city and one right downtown. They don't have full details on people that have been injured by the falling drones, but this is the third set of attacks in the last week from the Ukraine on Moscow yeah. using these drones. Yeah, I um, I've, I always find it odd it, Russia go gets all up in arms, right? Like, look what they're doing. Oh, my God. I can't believe they're attacking. What They've been attacking them for over a year. Yeah. Using, bombing, using planes and tanks and missiles. And and then they, they freak out when when the Ukraine sends a couple of drones in to, you know, to, to do a counterattack. And, uh, like, on July 30th, uh, President Zelensky... Warned Russia, yeah, we're going to start attacking. They have been doing this throughout the war, but it's been pretty strategic up until this point. The, um, the, the main thing that they've been doing is they've been trying to interrupt the, dis, the distribution lines for, for supplies, right? Yeah. So for food, for, for weapons and things like that. So they, they hit some munitions plants and they've hit some bridges and things like that, yeah. trying to slow Russia's advance into Ukraine. And right now with um, them pushing into Crimea and th- that that battle has been really, really severe because Russia is entrenched. And so it's been 
sort of really slow going. Yeah. Um, you keep hearing about the spring, um, the spring attack and everything from Ukraine. Yes. Um, that has, that's taken them a long time to get, to get to the point they are right now. And, and it's inches right now, like inches and feet yeah. every day. Yeah. But, back and but forth. it is kind it's of awful. ironic. Um, how uh, you're saying that, that you know they're up in arms going hey look at what they're doing to us when yeah. they started this war yeah it's it, it, the whole thing is is crazy there has been the odd moment in the last month or so where there's been like at least the suggestion of a conversation about the potential end of it yeah i don't think it's going to happen anytime soon but that's even though i wouldn't trust putin at all on any level, at least you're hearing it now, right? Yeah. At least it's part of the the rhetoric revolving around this this but, conflict. But they've been talking about it. But they've also been. But Russia's saying, "Well, if you want us to stop, this is what you need to give us of your well." That's land. that's the issue, right? I think what's happened now is is you have to concede Russia these areas has, to us. Russia has emboldened Ukraine, and now. What Zelensky has said is, I'm not going to stop until we get back everything. Yeah. So I think if if this had not gone as long as it had, like it, it has, I yeah. think there might have been a conversation for peace talks and to give leave Russia where they were. But now, now Zelensky's like, no, I want it back. I want it all. Yeah. And that's the only way I'm 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 we're stopping the whole thing. It's, it's great. It's 2023. I mean, think about this. Just think about where we are as as a society. Think about your life, my life, your life. Yeah. Never seen any conflict. But personally, I mean, I know yeah. we've had conflict. I know there are people that live in this country that have been sent overseas and have to been part of conflict. And I understand. Iraq I'm not an idiot, but I'm just saying. The the average bloke wandering around. I'm fifty. I'm I'm plus fifty. Okay. And you've never been shot at. Never. You've never had to fight for your life in any situation. But there's multiple conflicts around yes. the world right now. It's insane. It 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 really is. It just just based on what my understanding of the world that we live in and and what we shouldn't shouldn't be doing yeah this is just something that just doesn't make any it just doesn't make any sense like no can you imagine can you wrap your head around you're living in a town and the next town is being invaded by a foreign country like just wrap your head around that like yeah, it's cuz cuz like uh, remember grant's sister she had. To, they had to come here because at the beginning of the war. At the she's beginning back of the war, though. yeah. They're. I, I think. I think they're back in Moldova. I'm not. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, because uh, there was there was warnings of, yeah, it's going to spill over. You might want to go home for a bit. Well, and I'll be honest. When that conflict started, I was even worried because my daughter was in Budapest, and yeah. Hungary is very close to Ukraine. Um, it's not far away at all. So there was we were we were concerned, right? And there was people As you coming. Be. There was people dumping into Hungary from from Ukraine when when that conflict first started. People from Russia and Ukraine started to leave and go around the world. And so she was seeing it. I was on the phone with her one day, and we were chatting, and she's like, "You should see the bus stops and or the the, the bus depots and things like that. They're just packed." 
people yeah, for where people are sleeping because they yeah. have no place to go. Nothing ever happened. Um, Hungary hasn't been touched. Most of the European, the bordering European countries have not been impacted with actual war, right? It's been isolated to Ukraine and Russia. But um, at the same time, you know. It, it's in their backyard. And now she's home. Yeah. So, yeah, crazy. On 95.7 Cruise FM. This story is... Um, <laughs> I don't even know if we should be bringing it up. But I will. I'll, we'll jump in here. So this came out yesterday. And, and I, I don't want to get into the whole Donald Trump guilty witch hunt. I don't, I don't care. Um, but this kind of it didn't surprise me because it's a legal thing but at the same time it is a little bit surprising so i guess jack smith who is responsible for putting together the case against donald trump this latest this latest case yeah okay back in january when he was building it he went to elon musk who was the owner of twitter Mm-hmm. and tried to subpoena all of Donald Trump's Twitter. Now, here's the thing. If you go online, you can get all of his tweets. Right? Yeah. That's that's public record. Because if you go out and you send a tweet, if I sit there and I tweet out something stupid, the world can see it and it's out there. That that, that doesn't you don't need a subpoena to see what he tweeted. But what they went after was his direct messages. Oh, yeah, because you can't see those. So they got all his DMs. And I guess Elon Musk said no, and he and he hung on for a bit, and then they pushed, and he had to succumb. They actually had to they find him a couple of times or something, and then they brought in a search warrant, and then they got him. Now, listen, okay, I understand that in, in a criminal case... If you're being charged, they're going to go after, they're going to go to your house, they're going to go to your car, they're going to do all sorts of stuff, right? Yeah. But at the same time, it's still a little, I don't know, right? Yeah. It's Trump, I understand. I like, I don't like the guy. But what if, what if, because this I'm not sure. So say I tweeted something and it was horrible and I took it down. Can, is there still record That's a of it? Good question. I, I'm not, I'm not positive on that because he did delete some stuff. Anyway, again, like, it just bothers me that. And I don't know if there's anything that I've put into DMs that I, right? It's like our text group. I've said this out loud before, okay? Like, we have this text group called Hotel California. Yeah. And we go back and forth. But sometimes we say some horrible things on there. Stuff. That if it got light. Imagine hearing, imagine finding out that you, that you are going to court. You did something heinous. Okay, Jimmy? Yeah. You did something awful, and the cops, they show up at the den of sadness, they arrest you, and then I find out through the grapevine that you're in jail, right? Okay. Okay? And then I find out that they went and they, they've subpoenaed 
our text group, and that they're going to find out what I would have a mild panic attack. I think everybody in our friends group would have a have a mild like a panic attack. I'll just leave it. Uh, like, I'll leave it there. I'm not suggesting it's right or wrong. I, I'm just saying immediately when I thought about it, I was like, "Ooh, that's not good." No, he's uh, he's in trouble. He's yeah. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. How you doing, brother? Mel from Dark Side of the Grill joining us. This is our barbecue tip today, which we'll get to in a bit here. It's brought to you by Backyard Grills up in St. Albert. By the way, Jimmy mentioned this. Every time we talk to you and we talk about how great your sauce is, people ask about where to get it. You can get it at Backyard Grills, okay? All right. You can get it online, but go to Backyard Grills, walk into that store there, and uh, pop in and and, and see what they have, and then you can grab sauce. They got a bunch of stuff up there. 100%. They got hundreds of things up there. So you just got back from the Keys. We talked to you the other day. Correct. Yeah, I was in the Florida Keys. Yeah. The very first ever uh, invitational, so it's invite only, very exclusive, the Rub and Tug Invitational. It, it's hilarious. The reason they call it Rub and Tug. Yeah. Rub is for barbecue. So they had gi- giants, Matt Pittman, Heath Riles, yeah. um, Whiskey Bent, some of the biggest in the industry. They're competing in a barbecue competition. Yeah. And then the tug part of it was deep sea fishing. We also did oh. lobster diving. Okay. And we cooked it all on a sand dune in the middle of the ocean. Oh, the pictures, wow. The pictures looked amazing. It was, it was insane. Like, I, I can't even... I'm still trying to process because I haven't slept yet, and everything's just a dream, but... Yeah. But let me tell you about... Thank the, what, you for explaining the rub and tug. This is... Everybody. Everybody's <laughs> like, I'm not quite understanding, but then it clicks in, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. It was absolutely incredible. I got to do things that are just... Everything about this trip was a bucket list. Right? Yeah. Deep sea snorkeling for lobsters, pulling them out of caves, and then cracking them open, cooking them on a big green egg yeah. in, in, a, in a foot of ocean water. I saw those. Yeah, I and saw that too. Yeah. The clo- we were closer to Cuba than we were to a Walmart where we cooked those lobsters in the middle wow. of the ocean. Like, it's crazy. Just crazy. Like, you love the Keys, don't oh, you? Oh, man, I want to move there so bad. Except for anybody in Alberta, here's a fair warning. You step off the plane, it completely blows your shirt clean off. There's yeah. nothing you can do. The humidity is 110%. Yeah. It was, I always, the conversion is not so good for me, but it was like 98 to 105 every single day in American. Smoking down just there. Just so hot. So the first yeah. day I get there, it was so hot that as soon as we made it to the resort, which took a couple hours to do. I drank 67 strawberry daiquiris. My bill was just over 900 and something American, which is literally like, you know, 1800 Canadian. So now it's two o'clock in the morning. I meet the lobster captain who's like Bill Murray of the sea. Okay. And of course he's, he's uh, cat calling me hard because they tell him I'm Canadian. So he's all oh, oh, rush, okay, rush yeah. isn't a good band. Lovely. You know what I mean? Just benches hockey. Now I'm mad as a hornet in a, in a jar. Right. Yeah, yeah. So right away. He says, he looks out at the ocean, he's like, no Canadians man enough to hop in here, and I'm changing this. This is this is going to be my tagline from now on. Instead of hold my beer, it's hold my phone, because yeah. I'm on my fourth iPhone in a month, right? <laughs> Pass my iPhone, and I dive in there. Yeah. And everyone claps, everyone's whatever. Next day, when we it's go out there. It's quite a fall, too, right? That, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's a bit deep, right? Yeah. Jumping into the bay. So we, we get in there, I do my lap, I come back out, and he's clapping. He's like, okay, hey, you know what, you get your man card for the rest of the week here. Here we go. We get out, the next day when we're loading the boats they show me that there's a 12 foot bull shark that lives in that bay nice 
And that's when I was like, I just checked in a little bit here. Okay, let's not look like a half-dying walrus, walrus room where we're swimming around because there's literally sharks everywhere. Like, this is insane. But it was crazy, man. To mix that with a barbecue competition was... So, rub and tug, you won it, though. We actually took grand champion. We won Who was every, on your team? Me, uh, Tone TFTI, thanks for the invite, and Bama Grillmaster, who's a, an SEA state competition champion. This guy brings hardware home all the time. Yeah. All three of us together were Team W Sauce, which you can also get at Backyard Grills Alberta. Amazing I ha- product. I got a bottle of that. Yeah, yeah that's great stuff. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that stuff is changing the Worcestershire game, but this was what they did. And the whole thing... It's unbelievable. Their charity I- for this event was pediatric cancer. Okay. So it was all the proceeds went to, which is awesome. Everywhere I go now, people are doing these epic things and they mm-hmm. all are such, for such a good cause. So I, I'm super happy for that. But Well, congratulations. Thanks, I saw, like, I follow you on Instagram. So I was watching the last couple of days yeah. as you were posting stuff. Yeah. So very cool. Oh. If you want to follow Mel, uh, Dark Side of the Grill, just type that into Instagram. That's that's where you put most of your stuff That's up. right. That's right. If I, you're a barbecue guy, you got to go check him out. I, I definitely don't personally plug my stuff a lot, but. I'm, I'm telling you right now, if you guys want to watch a story, you're just, living a life that yeah, is just bizarre. Like it's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just crazy. The things that you get to do, man, I, I'm telling you, right. I slept for like two, three hours last night. I was so delirious and just in a fog of like a dream state. Yeah. And I was listening to crazy town butterfly. Like I just, I feel like a giddy teenager all <laughs> over again, man. It's, it's if you, insane. if you ever need an assistant to go with you on these things, I, I know a guy you're going to end up at the barbecue. It's, you know that, you know, what, it's gonna barbecue to be, your ass. To be honest with you, we've went off the rails once already. I think you're one of the only people I know that could might survive it. So well, and that's the funny <laughs> thing about Jimmy is that every he's a little guy, but he 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 goes. Yeah. He doesn't stop. Yeah. Like Grant and I go home. Jimmy has another three hour story after that the next morning. Or and sometimes then, a three day. Yeah, and I'm picking him up <laughs> on my way back into work because he's been out the whole night. Oh, yeah. I love that's it. Jimmy. I, I yeah. Love it. You and Jimmy are kindred spirits for but sure. The only it. thing I kind of outlasted you a little bit when we watched the machine because you slept through the entire movie. I and I'm it. sitting there elbowing you trying to wake you up because you were snoring louder than I could hear the movie. Yeah, Bert Kreischer's movie, The Machine, we went and did think. Okay, um, congratulations on winning Rub and Tug. Thank you. We're going to keep you around for a bit because yes. we have to still, we, st- we have two things we have left to do, okay? We have to do the um, the barbecue tip yep. for backyard grills, okay? Yep. Um, which we'll do here in a bit. It, it revolves around sausage, yes. so that's on the way. You cooked that this morning? I did so. It smells amazing. Yes. Um, and we also have to talk about the promo that we're doing with meat today. Awesome. Today. All right, so hang in there. You got time? I got time, baby. Okay. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Joined by Mel from Dark Side of the Grill. Here for our barbecue tip, brought to you by Backyard Barbecues in St. Albert. Good guy. Stop in. Say hi. All right? 100%. Now, what we're dealing with today is, did you bring any for Jimmy? No. <laughs> you better be sharing that. I he doesn't bring food. You in the calf again. He doesn't That's bring what... sausage just for you, man. <laughs> so we're dealing with sausage today, and the reason why we wanted to talk a little bit about sausage. Now, listen, you can take, um, you can take some sausage, you can throw it on the grill, and you can cook it. Anybody can. I've done it, but it's not the easiest thing in the world to do. No. 
right? And anytime I've ever cooked sausage, within a very short period of time, you're dealing with a lot of flames, right? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I am. Yeah, that's... Uh... Yeah. So so give us some tips on how to cook sausage properly. Well, that's, well. we're, we're going to cure this right off, right off the bat. So one, I like to smoke my sausage whenever possible. Okay. Sausage starts with a low and slow approach. What I'm going to do before I even start cooking it is I'm going to pull it out, put it on a plate, and let it tack up and dry the skin a bit. So if you're taking it right out of the bag and right out to the barbecue, you're already setting up for failure. Okay, all right. That's my first mistake. So that's your first mistake. You want to let the skin dry a bit. And now, if you think about sausage like a Ziploc bag, it's literally fat and meat and seasoning in a Ziploc bag. And now you're about to put that Ziploc bag on a hot grill. Okay. You want to eat one, by the way. That's it. So what you want to do is you want to start low- and you want to start cooking that stuff in the Ziploc bag slowly. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Get ready. This sauce is going to blow your doors clean off. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the dark side of the grill sausage you're eating now. Do you want some sauce? It's got sauce in it, baby. Wow. No, no. But, it, but it, it's literally in the sausage. So that's an andouille with jalapeno and cheddar oh and my, my heartbeat hot sauce collab sauce inside of the sausage. So this was the stuff I was telling you before. If you're lucky enough to get an event catered by, by Mr. Mel Schmiller, this is some of the stuff I can bring down. Custom. You can't buy this one? You can. You can uh, buy this you one? You can, yes. My okay. guy, Uncle Brian, he puts that together. He's okay. my butcher. So. Okay, so I wasn't paying attention. I was eating. You're going to need to repeat that tip again. No problem. What you're going to do, you're going to take that sausage after you let it dry out a bit yeah. on the outside. So give it a half hour to tack up, roll it around, pat it with a paper towel. Get your grill warm, 225, 250. If you're doing this in a frying pan even, you're cooking sausages in the morning, they always split on you, you don't want them to split anymore. They shouldn't. Like I said, treat them like they were a Ziploc bag full of fat and meat and seasoning. You want to start cooking what's inside of that bag without cooking the skin, which is why you're cooking it low and slow. Once it starts to solidify on the inside, now you can turn it up a bit, get the grill marks you want, finish it off. Now when you take a temperature probe and you prick it, it's not going to blow up. It's going to leak nicely, but it's cooked evenly. And it doesn't split open. I grill them. I get the grill marks on them first. You do it red hot. Yeah. Right off the bat. And it expands too fast and it rips open. And it causes a huge fire and you've just lost all of your flavor, which is what you're tasting in here right now. The flavor stays inside of it instead of going all over your grill and lighting it on fire. So where do we get these? These sausages? Uncle Brian. Okay. He's at a, a couple of farmer's markets. He has a, a butcher shop on the south side, 34th okay. and 90-something. Which farmer's market? I don't know, Bountiful. Bountiful? And, and a couple others, yep. Okay. This is amazing. The, yeah. Here you go, Jimmy. Here you go, Jimmy. So that's the trick, ladies and gentlemen. When you're cooking sausage, let them dry out a little bit, and then start them off low. Start them off, 225, 250, indirect if you can, and then finish them off direct to get those cross hatches your grill marks oh as you finish it off but uh low and slow baby and then uh your sausages won't rip open they won't explode unbelievable cooked perfectly i'm gonna crush all those by the way and don't skimp on sausages right like you taste that you yeah. taste the quality mm-hmm. i like a knobby sausage yeah. those pieces of meat are nice and chunky in there yeah if you're gonna cook sausages especially for companies like gr- great flavor and it's not 
It's not killing me. The heat's not killing me. No. Well, you guys no. have already proven yourselves. Yeah. I'm impressed with you people. That's yeah. good. We can do hot. Yes, you can do hot. Well, I'm, I'm not like an it. expert, we, but we can do hot. We can do hot. By the way, we have a Hot Ones announcement coming up. Oh, I'll talk to you about that off air. I can't wait. That's coming up. Anyway, that's. I think that's next week we got to actually deal with that. I think there so. you go. Your barbecue tip with Mel from Dark Side of the Grill brought to you by Backyard Grills in St. Albert. Pop in, see them from any for any of your barbecue needs. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. No, there's nothing you can do to get rid of that smell. They've tried. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Ardent Roof Systems.